Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London, I'm Josh Noble. About 60% of the Amazon rainforest is located on Brazilian territory. An irreplaceable source of biodiversity and essential global climate regulator, many fear the forest is under threat from a loosening of environmental protections under Brazil's new right-wing president, Jair Bolsonaro. Andres Chapani visited an Amazon village where the Kayapo people have safeguarded the forest for generations. The Kayapo war cry resounded deep in the Amazon as 4,000 warriors, their headdresses made of yellow and red nakó feathers, stood in the village clearing, carrying shotguns and war clubs. Warrior women, their crowns of their heads shaven, sang high-pitched war cries and waved machetes in the air. Kruit, the elderly male chief in the Aucra village, then led them in the Priongrere, a battle dance for chasing after the enemy. In this case, none other than Brazil's new president, Jair Bolsonaro. Crete is afraid of the government's ideas. If the white man is allowed into the forest, he says, they will destroy everything. And then there will be nothing for his people to eat. Over the past several hundred years, the Kayapo have forced Portuguese colonizers, their tribal neighbors, as well as Brazilian loggers and gold diggers. Now they're standing out to a government that is keen to open indigenous lands to commercial activity. Mr. Bolsonaro has made access to this land a central part of his development policy. One of the first things he did in taking office was to strip Brazil's indigenous agency of its authority in demarcating indigenous lands transferring it to the Agricultural Ministry, which critics say is dominated by the agribusiness interest that brought him to power. Brazil's Environment Minister told me Brazil's indigenous reservation model needed to be amended to allow for more efficient use of the land because it was not rational for more than 12% of the Brazilian territory to be occupied by less than 1% of the population. The government says that opening indigenous lands for development will ease such tensions and improve living standards. But this kind of rhetoric has already proved dangerous. In the past six months, activists say, conflicts with miners, loggers and ranchers vying for indigenous land have increased as different groups take encouragement from the government's stance. The Brazilian constitution guarantees ethnic groups' rights to their ancestral lands. And a December poll by Data Folia also showed 60% of those surveyed were against reducing indigenous lands. Glenn Shepard, an anthropologist with the Museum Emilio Gelgi in Belém, says that where farmers and prospectors go, destruction is sure to follow. Well, as soon as we entered Kaipo territory on the river, you could see the difference immediately. Suddenly there was trees right down to the river. There was clean water, water that you can swim in. On the smaller streams, you can drink it. Water that has fish, animals. You can hear howler monkey groups within hearing distance of the village. 
There's no environmental enforcement agency that forces these people to not cut down trees, to not kill too many animals. It's just the way they live. And as they say, we preserve the forest because we need to go out there and get things to feed our children with. Greika Morokayapo, the female chief, told me her people took great care of the rainforest, knowing that when their children grew, they would enjoy the fruits of the forest their parents fought to protect. White people may say the territory is too large and that the Kayapo do nothing with it, but they do not know what we are doing here in our land, she said. The roughly 350 people in Aucre hunt wild boar for food and harvest Brazil nuts for sale, while children swim in the river draped in yellow butterflies. They have electricity from generators and clean water from a well. Some rely on welfare payments as well as charitable donations. There's a school in the village, but literacy rates are lower in indigenous communities than in other parts of Brazil, and child mortality rates are higher. The Kayapo would like access to better health care, but otherwise consider themselves rich. Mr. Shepard says that without the Kayapo holding the fort, deforestation would advance rapidly. Their natural status is to preserve the forest, not because they think it's beautiful or because someone tells them they have to preserve nature. They preserve the forest for a very practical reason. They need it to survive. But as you can see, today the forest needs the Kayapo and other Indians to survive because wherever there's not a titled indigenous land, everything was cut out to the horizon. Mr. Shepard's view is backed by data from Brazil's Social Environmental Institute, an advocacy and research group, which found that within Amazonian states, indigenous territories had the lowest deforestation rates. Indigenous lands act as gigantic barriers to the encroachment of deforestation, said IPAM, another research institute. The Amazon is now facing a grave threat. In the first two months of 2019 alone, 8,500 hectares of rainforest was cut down in the Xingu River Basin, a 54% increase from the same period last year. For the Kayapo, the fate of the rainforest is linked with their own survival. But it is also linked to the survival of humankind. The forest acts as a bulwark against global warming and is sometimes called the lungs of the world because of the vast amounts of carbon dioxide its trees absorb. The battle between the Kayapo and the government is sure to be closely watched by the rest of the world. It is not Brazil's battle alone to win. Andres Chipani reporting from Aucre in Brazil's Amazon region. And you can find a link to his article with some beautiful photographs of the village in our show notes. Thanks for listening. Remember, if you're not already a subscriber and would like to discover more FT content, you can find our latest subscription offers at ft.com forward slash offer.